season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. It's Pat and JT, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, and uh, you can also slide into our DMs anytime or text us at 402-403-9478. Already Friday again. And of course on... You guys watching us, if you haven't watched us and you're just listening to us, be sure to tune in on Friday so you can see our our happy little faces. You are missing some eye candy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, we brought it this week. We did. We had to right. up our game. Right. So Andy joining us this week. So making it all look much better. Hey, man, this is the best filter I've got on my computer here. This is as good <laughs> as I'm going to look before noon. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Maybe by then the bags under my eyes will go away. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, welcome to the show. We're kind of getting a, the week before Halloween because next week you're going to join us also for kind of a Halloween type edition of our Facebook Live. That's right. We're going to up the spook factor full throttle yeah. next week. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, I, speaking of which, my and he's not doing it right now, but for about we were getting things uh, situated before we started the podcast. I brought my dogs in and uh, the little guy, Teddy, he's a little miniature poodle and he has lived here since June. And he was just sitting there staring at the wall with his back to me. That's and he never ignores me. It's like he's always looking at me. Um, and he is just sitting there for the longest time and his head would kind of do a tilt. Mm -hmm. And then he stood up and he kept staring at the wall. Can you hear that noise? Yeah. That's Jack has a squeaky toy. He's <laughs> He's got it right in Teddy's face. I don't know what, what he's... <laughs> He's just like, it's just like squeak, 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 squeak <laughs> right in his face. I don't know what that means. But anyway, yeah, Teddy, then he stood up and he's staring at it. And then he barked at the wall. Yeah. Oh, man. See, any, that freaks me out. Anytime an animal looks like at, at, at a wall, at a corner, <laughs> looks like just buries his head in the floor. It's so creepy. I know it. <laughs> and they do it, man. A couple weeks ago, I was at my aunt's house and she'd been having some weird issues with her dog. And, you know, her dog just walked right up to a wall, was staring at it intently like you know like something was going on there mm -hmm. and yeah it kind of gives you the goosebumps um you know because one of two things is going on <laughs> my, my cat's here right on cue too uh he showed up he's just staring at me you want to see him yes hello darwin. <laughs> he's That's funny. He, he'll, he's my cat darwin his name is darwin he will come up to me look at him He'll come up to me and he will, <laughs> Hello. He will stare at me for I love endless, it when like endless amounts stare. of time. Do you remember? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. No, he, oh, he looks funny. he looks like a gargoyle statue on top of a gothic cathedral. So exactly. when he stares at me like this, I change his name from Darwin to Dargoyle. 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 <laughs> That's so funny Dargoyle. when cats just stare at just stare. Do you remember that cat I had, Dexter, because mm -hmm. um, I adopted Dexter and Bella together and Dexter passed away earlier this year, um, but he never let me touch him. Uh, he he never, we we got to where we, he, they both came from a really bad situation. I've had him for almost three years and he, but he finally got to the point where he would walk in the kitchen when I was doing something and stand behind me. And so I'd put my cam, I'd see him over my shoulder and I'd pull my camera up and he was doing exactly that, just staring at me. And he was like three feet away from me. And if I turned around, then he'd leave. So I, I couldn't look at him. It was like he just wanted to come in and just like checking me out. Like, what is up with this person? And 
and the Egyptians worship these things as gods. Like, I don't know. Right. They're, they're neurotic at best. Right. I think, I think they know something we didn't know. They, they see, let's just say in general, the Egyptians seem to know a lot of things that we still haven't figured out yet, like how to build a pyramid. Um, but, I wouldn't put it past that they know something more about cats than we know. Probably. Well, I mean, they built the Sphinx, right? So right? why would you build something of that size and scale if a cat was just a cat? I'm thinking there maybe was more aliens going on there. Mm -hmm. look like cats. Yep. Oh, I forgot wow. my tinfoil hat today. Oh, Gosh, man, that was a oh, twist. My... Aliens never, look like cats. I've never, never heard lived, that one. Never leave them without it. Well, why, why else would they tell them to build that? Right? I, must I don't know. I, good. Good. I don't know. <laughs> You know, know, you know what, though? But, you know, if aliens landed on Earth, there's certain places if they went to, they would think we are too alien and they would probably leave. If they landed on the Las Vegas Strip or downtown L.A., they'd be like, uh, this place is weird. We're getting out of here. But instead, <laughs> they go to the hills of Appalachia and that's where they pick people to diddle. I mean, that's not the best representation of society either. Um, I think though, I think <laughs> it happens everywhere. It's just the people in the bigger cities are more afraid to say something out loud. Well, just like when they when they okay declassified all the documents, right? <clears throat> and you see all the pilots that came forward all of a sudden that, that have this great reputations. They're in the military. They were in the service. They were in law enforcement, whatever it may be. And now once things were de declassified, okay, that did happen to me because they didn't want to say anything at the time because they would have lost their jobs. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's so common. You know, you got pilots from almost every country, from all walks of life, you know, good reputations. They're seeing weird stuff up there. They're seeing things zipping around that don't even have wings, for God's sake, you know? Right. And that's, that's my theory is that if, you know, if aliens are here, which I'm 100% convinced they are, mm -hmm. they're not flying here, okay? They're not flying here from 40,000 light years away because that would take 40,000 years to get here. They are popping in and out of our reality in spacecraft that don't need wings. They have worms, either wormholes or they're, well, oh, then you, you've seen the videos too, like where the craft comes out of the water and then it splits into two crafts and it goes in two different directions. Right. That's a yeah. government, that's the government has that, that video. Dude, it's nuts. My, I can't give, I wish I could give specifics. I'm not at liberty to, but let's just say that I personally, <laughs> uh, one of my very best friends has a relative that was in the service for a very long time. And this person has seen craft come out of the ocean, out in the open waters on an aircraft carrier, saw a whole bunch of weird things come out of the water and fly off into the sky. So it makes total sense. It makes total sense because people, we have a better, like as society, us normal folks have a better chance of seeing what they're doing if it's up in the sky, like satellites, you know, whatever UFOs mm -hmm. flying around. But who has the sonar or whatever in, to look underwater 10,000 feet below and see if there's a society or a government base or something? We don't have that technology. No one's going to can dive down that far. We assume we don't. Well, I mean, us as people, like I can't go to Best Buy and buy a, a Divinator 2.0 and go down there and spend and search them out. Right. Yeah. It's um, I, I, I'm just going to say, yeah, because we always talk about the fact that it's like, why are we going to space when we haven't even explored the, the whole planet? We don't know what's in the ocean. It's like, well, maybe we already know what's in the ocean and they don't want to be down there because they don't want people to know. But you look like you're in jail, Pat. Well, my, my, I, apparently quick. I'm not moving around. <laughs> I, my light sensor, apparently I'm not moving all around enough because my low light just went off in the studio. <laughs> Move my. Come on, Pat. Look I'm alive. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> Hold on. There we go. Jumping jacks, man. <laughs> there we go. <sighs>
Oh my God. <laughs> we got to up the sensitivity of that sensor. I'm sitting here spinning a pen. It should be picking that up. It should be on all the time. Jeez. But right? I mean, do you think that there's any chance? Because, you know, there's always the talk about um, the stuff <laughs> listed, Pat waving his arms, lol. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, of that there's got to be something. There's got to be something that's out there. There's got to be. And I'm talking in the ocean. In the ocean, you know, but the, the problem with, you know, deep water exploration, yeah, there, there could be a thousand UFO spaceships down there that we don't even know about. Problem is when you watch these documentaries, you know, these uh, like James Cameron, you know, going a mile down into the ocean looking for mysteries. You get down there, it's so dark, it's so dusty, it's so murky and, and muddy. You can't see anything. It looks like you're looking at a video of a colonoscopy. It's just all right? dark everywhere. <laughs> and, and then when they see the creatures, you think, why? Why would there be creatures that have adapted to that? Did you see that creature that 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 fisherman caught off the coast of Australia a couple weeks ago? It looked like it had like human teeth and like a horn. It was really weird. I'll try to find like a picture. Narwhal? Of it. No, it wasn't an narwhal. It was like a I don't know what it was, but it had like looked like a set of human teeth, the like buck weird. teeth, and like a a weird nose. It was just creepy. Okay, I think they call quick. those uh, deep sea creatures, they call them extremophiles. You know, the the fish that can live near uh, bubbling hydro uh, hydro vents that are like a thousand degrees and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, things yes. that shouldn't be. If you want to look at something really alien that kind of looks like a dragon or a, like a sea monster, look up an oarfish. Those things are weird. I've seen the ones where they you were, you were just talking about that literally are have shells that they're made to be next to the areas where the hot, hot, hot steam is, is coming out in the ocean. It's like, why, <laughs> why are you why? adapting to that? Why would you not move? Why would you? I know. Have goals for yourself. Move somewhere more temperate, right? Right. It's kind of like Pat and I've talked about this before the pioneers. You wonder why they stop in Nebraska. There wasn't a tree in sight. Well, everyone was dying of dysentery, and it was like Oregon it? Trail. You're going to drown or die from dysentery. They're like, Nebraska people, looks safe. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like, let's go to the mountains. Let's keep going. Other people are like, ah, this looks good. I mean, do you ever, when you fly over fly over the, the Rockies or whatever, you ever wonder, like, how on earth did human beings ever, 200 years ago, get from one coast to the other? Like, it's um, unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. It is. I uh, I recently listened to, it was like a five-part podcast, blew my mind. It was about the Lewis and Clark expedition, like in detail what those guys went through. And in all seriousness, it reminded me of the video game Oregon Trail. I mean, it, this took years. And, and it was stories like, okay, well, we had to sell our canoe to a group of Native Americans, then we ate our horse, then this group stayed by this water, and we left for two months and came back and lost one of our parties. Like, it was rough yeah. times. I mean, I think I, I, I think I listened to that podcast, Andy, American History Tellers. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it was. It, I haven't listened to the Lewis and Clark one yet, but there are other stories that they're telling. It's on my phone to listen to. I love that yeah, series. It's so and, good. And you have to wonder, it's like, what kind of person... A very, obviously a very particular kind of person that would continue going forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like for some people, uh, it takes very little to dissuade you from moving, from continuing on. It's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm tired of this. Too many obstacles. I'm done. Eat your horse. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, sometimes I try to go out in public and I hit the first red light and I'm like, I'm going home. I'm, I'm going back home. Yeah. It's just too hard. Yeah. Knock it up. Look over in the comments real quick, guys, if you get a chance. Um, under the comments, you can see some people popping in. I wanted to say hi to Denise and thank you very much. She likes my background. Different background this week. Next week, I'll have the Halloween background back. Um, Laura's with us and Liz, we just mentioned Karina from Kansas. Hi, Karina. Is with us. 
Nice to have you back. And Laura said, I always died of dysentery when I played. I think every, what else could you die of? I think you could get, couldn't you get like STDs? <laughs> couldn't <What>? you? <laughs> I don't think so, man. I mean, they did, but it wasn't in the video. I game. mean, they were rampant. Did I, they know they were? Did, did they even know that's what they were? I don't, I don't know. Pa's got the itch again. <laughs> he got the scurvy. <laughs> either scurvy or syphilis. I'm not sure. It's not. I mean, did they even have a name for it then? I don't even know. If I they don't. Did. Yeah, I don't. They probably not. I think that. Yeah, didn't realize. Oh, that's what causes that. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> Whoopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> rather eat. Rather eat the horse than get that. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth? Oh, talk about would you rather? Jeez. <laughs> That's a terrible option. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, here's, um, here's a would you rather. Would you yeah. guys rather bump into a Sasquatch or an alien? Mm. Wow. I'd probably say oh. alien. Oh, that's... Uh, I think I was, I mean, Sasquatches, Sasquatches aren't known for diddling, Pat. We don't know that. I bet, I bet Sasquatches could, are like... They could, they could eat you. I mean, an alien could, I suppose, eat you. I will say this. So, so do we know? Well, we have a few people that say they've seen a Sasquatch, right? Tons. Yeah. Not so much in Nebraska. We're kind of in the bottom five as far as mm -hmm. official sightings because we ain't got no trees. Yeah. We ain't, right? we ain't got no trees, Lieutenant just, Dan. Just <laughs> along the river. And that's yeah. it. That's I think aliens would smell better because I bet Sasquatches, <laughs> those, you see those uh, wrestler, yeah. high school wrestlers that got attacked by that Bear, and that one kid's all just yeah. diced up and um i don't remember who was asking him it was in an interview and he had said that he still smells the bear's breath that it was so rancid and terrible so that's uh shout out to uh, sasquatch i'm sure he has terrible breath can you also. imagine what that breath has to be i'm just thinking of jack's breath when he comes in after he eats some his whatever right <laughs> oh well that's Sasquatch probably has that beef jerky breath from uh, that Jack Slink beef Jack jerky. Slink. He, but smells, then, he smells you know, like a peppered teriyaki. <laughs> <laughs> but then with the aliens, you got to worry about the probing. So that's always a thing too. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, but that could not necessarily, if you, that versus being attacked and eaten and shredded, I'd probably take a diddle any, any day. Yeah. Then I'd get point. eaten, then bitten. Oh my God. Aspen wants to know, Pat, what kind of Oregon trail did Waterloo get? A fun one. <laughs> A super fun one. <laughs> hello, Sarah. Nice to see you, Denise. Hello, alien, she says. She'd rather go with the alien. I don't know, alien or Sasquatch. Would you? What would you, Andy? What'd you pick? You know, I've heard, oh, that's tough. I, 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 ooh, that's a tie. That's like picking my favorite kid. I just can't do it. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people, I, I think aliens are, they would, you know, essentially operate at such a higher frequency. You know, it don't, uh, I like there's there's no comparison. They're light years beyond what we are. And I think a Sasquatch, I think more earthy, I think more spiritual, I think more, you know, some people are actually, you know, um, uh, theorizing that Bigfoot could actually be interdimensional, almost like uh, popping in and in and out of our reality. Which makes sense. Yeah. And yeah there's very they... few reports of them being like overly aggressive. Sometimes they're territorial, but a lot of the reports are they just they just want to be left alone. But you think so. if they're able to do that, then they because the, there isn't their main form of communication like grunting and then also like knocking sticks together like in the forest. Like if they're able to like interdimensionally travel, like they would be able to not have to hit sticks together to communicate. That's a, that's a really good point, actually. Maybe in I, this dimension, that's all they can do. Yeah. <laughs> they're right. mad that they're in our reality and they're just smacking 
smacking trees and they with get, sticks because they don't want to be here. They get Ooh. back to the planet. They're like, dudes, why can we only hit sticks together in that? We can't talk. My little phone doesn't work. Nothing. All I can do is hit sticks together. Right, right. How frustrating. But that's, I mean, I don't know. I think we get like a 50-50 poll, 50-50 uh, votes if we put that to a poll, alien yeah. or Sasquatch. But I've, I've come across a lot of people uh, recently who uh, think that they saw extraterrestrial craft in the sky, even took videos and pictures of it. Uh, any guess as to what that might be, guys? Because it fooled me at first. Drones? I, okay. Before you move forward on this, because I, I kind of know where you're going with this, I do believe. Um, and it's interesting. I like when you say extraterrestrial craft, because I've watched some shows where they say, oh, it was definitely a UFO. Unidentified flying object. Well, that's a lot of things could be a ufo because you really aren't sure what it is but that doesn't mean it's extraterrestrial right right, right. ufo is not necessarily something from another dimension um but extraterrestrial there have been a lot of reports of late and there's a reason i'm gonna let you go with it because I, I i know where you're going well my, somebody a friend of the family or excuse me it was a family member of mine re recently called me kind of freaking out all excited says she saw 12 16, 18 glowing objects zipping across the sky all in one straight line. And I was like, holy smokes, I don't know what that is, but let me throw it out there on Facebook. And I was hoping and fingers crossed it was alien or ET related. And a whole bunch of people said, yep, we fell for it too once upon a time. Turns out it's the SpaceX Starlink satellites. Yeah, and there is like, I don't know how many, there's like 12 to 16, they'll, they'll fly through the sky like in one big long trail. And it looks completely alien. Like how people high have been are freaking they? out. Like how, how high are like if it's a satellite, I would think it'd be out of range where you could see it. But I guess if they're a clustered, it might be easier to see them. Yeah. And I think they were glowing a little bit brighter than the average star, but mm -hmm. it was just so many of them. They were <laughs> she put it the way that she explained it. It almost looked like Morse code. It was like dot, dot, dot. And then there was a space in between them. And then Ooh, there that's was cool. Dot, dot, dot. Here, I'm going to put something in our chat right now for you guys to click on um, if people want to see this because there is legit. A Starlink tracker that you can pull up and for the country and place and then find visible times and it tells you when you can see them so everybody else can see them as well and not get freaked out. I just found this. Uh, um, so unfortunately, SpaceX, in La Vista, it's not visible for the next five days. But yeah, the SpaceX Starlink satellite tracker, which is findstarlink.com. Um, if anybody wants to take a look at that, that's kind of cool. And you can change it around your coordinates and your locations um, to find them. And then there's a live map that shows where Starlink is right now. So you can see where they're zippity doo don around the world. That's <laughs> really Yeah, it's <laughs> and it, it looks really uh, looks really crazy. But, you know, I've, I've spoken with a lot of people, a lot of sane, credible, normal, everyday people who have seen weird things, uh, you know, well beyond Starlink. I've, I've known people that have seen triangle craft. I've seen a triangle yeah. uh, craft hover overhead. Well, when um, you see something that, that looks weird in the sky, isn't it to you kind of amazing that we're not, it's like, it's either you believe or you don't, but, but there's nothing you can do about it, but you see it and it's just like, huh, I wonder what that is. And you just kind of like, eh, and you walk back inside and, you know, warm up your pizza, but you don't even think about <laughs> You know, there's something flying out there you can't, and it, or it's not moving, and then it moves, 
you know, kind of thing. You know, it looks odd, but you just kind of like, mm, you talk, eh. you try to talk yourself out of it being anything to rationalize mm -hmm. it. Just like if you hear a noise in the house or you, whatever you rationalize it, um, try to talk yourself out of it. To, I think to protect yourself, probably like why I just ignore the fact that my dog's staring at the wall. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, what do we do? We got to go about life. We have to pay our bills and go to work. I mean, if you saw an extraterrestrial craft, like with a with a ray beam sucking a cow into the sky, you'd be, well, I'll, I'll be darn. I guess that cow can jump really high. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Time to, time to go to work. I'll be damn. There was a TV show on the other day, and I think, is it called The Unknown? It's a, a series. There were some new episodes that just came out. But anyway, um, a guy was talking about the fact that he had seen something. Um, he was an observer and I can't remember if he worked for the weather service or the government or how it was, but he'd seen something on radar at such an elevated height and he could tell something odd was going on in this location. And he, he told people and basically he was told to shut up or you're going to lose your job. You need to stop right now. And this is a few years back. And that, and again, the, the, the documents were declassified and came out and then some people started doing more investigation and they found some people who are witnesses on the ground of an event that happened in the location based on his numbers and everything else. And it was up near the Great Lakes because that supposedly is the largest freshwater, I think it's freshwater, open freshwater area in the world, um, is the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. And they have a lot of stuff happen up there. And that people had seen what they described as an opening in the clouds. It was backlit and it looked like a waterfall going up. Oh, they were sucking water up. Right. Ooh. And he had noticed he had, there was an area that was like a, a several, there were several objects in a formation in one area that was hovering in that area for an extended amount of time. And once they kind of, you know, put everything together and, and connected the dots. That's what he had seen on radar. He had seen whatever it was that was happening, but they wouldn't allow him to look any further into it. It was fascinating because then they had kind of a, a reenactment or a recreation to show what it looked like from the ground. And the people, you know, that, that talked about it said they saw it and they like bolted like, cause once they saw that backlighting, and then it looked like the water was going. That's up. so weird. Wow. One of those, right? one of the declassified videos that, and I just saw it a couple of weeks ago. It was from a, a an airplane. I don't even know what it was a, a, a passenger airplane, like a liner or whatever. And it was a look down. It was over the ocean, wide open ocean, nothing around, no oil tankers, nothing. And it, when they looked at it, it was three red lights in the clouds. So you couldn't see what it was, but they were just glowing and pulsating like, and just, and then the plane ended up going by and the person that was shooting, it couldn't get the shot anymore. And then they went back and found out there were no islands, no oil rigs, no, uh, whatever tankers, anything in that area at the time. So what, wow. what was that? And they were just sitting there. They weren't moving. They were just sitting there in the clouds. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, Planes don't hover. I mean, a helicopter can, but planes planes don't. Right. Um, let's see. There was a, a, a documentary that just came out. Uh, it's called Moment of Contact. Sorry, I had to look on my phone real quick. It's called Moment of Contact. It just became available. You can rent it on uh, Apple TV, Amazon Prime. Uh, it just brand new. came out this week. Uh, but it's it's a true story. It's a it's a really good documentary about a case from Brazil in the mid '90s of these people who saw extraterrestrial craft that crashed. I, I think that's how the story goes. But there were alien beings walking around the freaking neighborhood. 
Um, one of the guys went up and touched it, got a horrible infection and died. These one of the alien beings died and was taken to a local hospital. Uh, like there, there's too many witnesses to even cover this up. They track down all these witnesses decades later. These people are like traumatized, like their life has never been the same. They don't want to talk about it. The guy got them to talk on the documentary. Whoa. And how long ago did this happen? Uh, 90s. I think it was 96, somewhere around there. It reminds me of when you're talking about getting and dying from being in their presence or you're touching. It's like it's kind of reminds you of the whole King Tut story. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's like once they opened it and then it just seemed like everybody who did enter the tomb eventually did die. You get um, the mummy juice on you, man. The mummy juice. Mummy you, can't juice. Go, you can't go messing around with mummy juice. No. There's a warning not- on the door. Watch out for the mummy juice. <laughs> <laughs> just telling you. But I mean, that's interesting. I want to see that. Okay, cool. Yep. I got so that one written down. Um, that's, that's a good one. Uh, the aliens, we could talk aliens all day long, but it is it is technically in the realm of the paranormal because it's it's unexplained. We don't know what it is. It it can be it can be terrifying. It can be intriguing. And uh, that kind of fits the fits the bill with the uh, mm-hmm. the paranormal definition. It's and, and you have to then you go back into the whole um, when we're talking about the pyramids and, mm-hmm. and was there direction from extraterrestrials and building things like this because there are so many all around the world that look exactly alike yeah. that were built. Um, saw a diagram of, oh, and I can't say in it, the, the, the big, huge uh, Roman arena. Oh, the Colosseum. Colosseum. And they had it like a cutaway to see what was underneath it. And it went down several floors and there's the, the underneath, which is where they had the animals and the performers. And then there were other layers down below it. How? Right. And it was, and they said all of that was covered in marble at one time, but then that marble was repurposed over time and mm-hmm. excavated, but it was all covered in marble. How? I mean, right. You know, again, you know, how were people building technology like this when, you know, back then we didn't even have modern medicine. Again, people were dying of dysentery left and right. Um, but the thing is, I, I recently saw a documentary uh, that uh, theorized that on each block of the of the Great Pyramid of Giza, you're talking millions of blocks on the outside of each block was instructions like there was writing on the outside of each block. It's since mm-hmm. obviously decayed and d- deteriorated. But like, what was it instructions for? Like, like how to Ikea make that kit? thing fly into the sky? It was like an Ikea kit. It was probably yeah. like, <laughs> have a insert B. This right. maybe i don't know i don't know it's weird there was there's another one too that's like that that's in south america and i can't remember exactly where but the monuments that are there are there are so precise and fitted together so closely that you can't put a razor blade in between the stones there and so there's some that are saying okay were they fit together or were they cast in concrete or were they cut to make it appear that they were placed together but then you'd still need a laser of some sort or something like that to cut yeah. it so precisely, right? You well, think. on Ancient Aliens, do you guys know that guy, Giorgio Seleucidus or whatever? Who doesn't know that guy? He's a, giant, he's a meme nowadays. Uh, I think he was talking about Puma Punku, and I, maybe that's the yes, spot that's you're it. talking about. Is that that's it? That's it. Um, if I'm pronouncing it right. But yeah, he was okay. talking about like vitrification, like these rocks have been heated to such an extent that A, they got hit by lightning, or B, they were laser precision cut thousands of years ago when we didn't have lasers. Uh, so either way, it's it's a it's a mystery. Um, exactly. We're just yeah. getting good with laser. Think about this. Uh, I, laser eye surgery. I had it done like 20 years ago. 
in 2000. And I'm thinking we were, that's a real early adopter that, but for us, yeah, you for, you, for, you, that's, for you, that's aggressive. Like that's for, very aggressive for, for, me. for like was, something that is untested as that to be like, yeah, I'm up. I'll do it. Yeah, sure. I'll do it. Sure. I mean, here's my eyeballs. Don't uh, mess right? up. <laughs> but that was just, that was just in 2000, you know? And it's like, yeah. we're talking a long time ago that supposedly, yeah. and we're just now getting around where we're able to use lasers for that again, for human, for humans. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's bizarre. It's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Oh, my light just went off again. I got to oh, move. Okay. Otherwise, I don't want people to think I'm a hostage. There we go. Back <laughs> in here. Must be on that 24-minute timer. Uh, Do we live such a sedentary lifestyle that our rooms are like, eh, he's probably not doing anything. Let me turn the lights out. Turn right, it off now. Right. Netflix is always like, are you still there? You, you heard your TV ask you that? Oh, are yeah, you still watching? Hulu. Yeah, I like it that I think it's either Peacock or maybe it's Hulu now. You can ask it to never ask you again when you're on that channel. <laughs> you can. Like you can, the option is don't ask again on this channel. I'm like, yes, please. It's like, yes, I'm still watching. I'm lazy. Okay. I have yeah. moved in six hours. I'm fine. <laughs> my third bag of cheese puffs. Yes, I'm watching. Right. The next, the next error that comes up is, are you sure you need that cookie? <laughs> yes or no? No, I'm not you sure. Start, you, you start getting pop-up somebody? ads for home, for home gyms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, so Laura says Netflix asks, are you asleep? Yeah. Does it, no. Does it Netflix and Hulu? Hulu, Liz. Yes. Don't judge. Hulu. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so everybody oh. else gets it, too. Good. I'm glad it's not just me. It's not just I'm like, yes, I'm still here. Keep playing. Keep playing. Um, hey, okay. First off, you've got an event coming up tonight. Yeah, tonight. Let's talk about that for a second. Yep. I have an event tonight called Positively Paranormal. It's a night of ghost stories. Uh, Tickets are available right now through my Facebook page, which is Psychic Medium Andy Myers, or you can find them on my website. And uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to dim the lights. I'm going to share all my best stories about ghosts, UFOs, weird creatures, uh, furniture moving in my house, all sorts of weird stuff, haunted locations around Omaha, uh, so it, it should be a lot of fun. We're doing a costume contest. So if anyone's feeling extra festive and wants to come, uh, dressed up as your favorite monster or character, we're going to have some prize giveaways. And uh, again, that's tonight at seven o'clock, uh, right out in Elkhorn, uh, mm-hmm. at, at the Dreamweavers facility. Fantastic. That's so, awesome. So I heard the echo that time too, when Andy was talking, I need my people in the comments to verify that I'm not nuts, that I'm not insane. Okay. Pat's hearing echoes. Mm-hmm. And if someone, if you guys say you don't hear it, then I'm going to go to the doctor. I, I haven't yeah. heard an echo. Has anybody else heard an echo? I heard an echo when you were talking, Andy. Now I'm not hearing it now, but we're just saying, we're just, we're just live tech in this thing. Okay. Just See, right. and I have that weird, uh, what's it called? <laughs> that we, the hypersonic hearing oh. where the littlest noise bothers me. Misophenia. There it is. Misophenia. Misophenia. It's basically, and I have that. And I, I'm, and it's usually things that nobody else notices. But it's like the the small things like people breathing, yawning, chewing, uh, clicking pens, which, by the way, I just want to say um, some friends of mine in Nebraska Title Company, I got new pens, right? I'm like, oh, I got to give this to Pat. You know why? It it's doesn't a- click. Oh, oh, I wouldn't click that. That's you not know fun. why? Because it clicks on the side. Oh. It's over here. But it'd be enough to fool him, I think, because he'd be you'd, you'd be is it is it the sound of the clicking or the feeling of the clicking? That's all of it. Oh, it's it's all, I mean it's all it's all of it because a lot yeah it's the click 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 it's also the satisfaction of the click and then the unclick I don't know and that it's bugging me mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it, it yeah, it makes your misophoma whatever flare up. <laughs> Everybody's other, saying no echo, by the way. No I, echo. You know what? I don't know. Pat, you need to have laser surgery on your ears. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Gosh. Get them fixed. No, it's a, I mean, the other day I recorded a pod, I have a, a podcast called So Strange, which you can subscribe to that if you'd like. But I talk about all sorts of weird stuff, aliens, ghosts. Well, the other day I recorded uh, a podcast podcast i recorded an episode and i went back to edit it i was driving myself crazy because i had a, just a little bit of a nose whistle you know what i mean oh yeah when oh, I, would breathe yes. in, I just had the slightest whistle i was driving myself crazy with my own noises you could hear it but yeah. nobody else probably could even notice it nobody could it's just me nose you know whistle. did you hear and sometimes i'll hear like it's almost like the the pressure changes around me like it'll get real high pitch it's not like tinnitus the way i've heard it described but and then sometimes it'll drop to a really low pitch and you can hear the change in the, I don't know. You know what that means? You know what that means, you? JT? I have no idea. Usually that happens when a ghost or spirit is somewhere nearby. They're, you know, Ooh. coming into our atmosphere, into our reality. And sometimes it causes a pressure change. So people will hear a change of pitch or a change of pressure right See? around them. So there you go. And that's probably why your dog is staring at the wall, barking. And it's like, it's probably a male entity. And he's like, what is that? I'm like, it's a man. That's what a man like, looks like. I dog. like that you think that any man in my house is a freaking ghost. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway. I'm just, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Better than nothing. I mean, right? I mean, you know. No judgment. It's 2020. Hey, there's some nights, man, where it gets a little, uh, you know, it's just me and my cat over here. I'd, I'd welcome a female companion in ghost form. As she wants to be the little spoon. Be That's careful. fine. Be careful what you ask for. You're going to have a whole bunch of little spoons lined up outside. Right? Then your cat's really going to stare you down. Right. Yeah. That's then he's really going to turn into the dargoyle. Yeah. Which that dargoyle? His, that, the cat, his, do you, is your cat in the room still? I don't know where he's at. He makes okay. me nervous because just when I think he's left, I look and he's he's on the other other side staring it's at me. It's the best. It's the it's yeah. absolute best. So I love funny. it. All right, before we wrap things up here, little spoon is the title of the episode. Denise said, by the way, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Little spoon. <laughs> little spoon. And Laura, thank you. She says you do you, JT. Thank you. Appreciate that. Whatever. Well, Damn it. Um. Anyway. Uh, oh man, there's so many jokes in that. Don't even pat your twelve. You're 12 I'm just saying. Old. You can't throw a softball old. like that. God, I, I've got the thing. It itches. I'm going to have to scream it as soon as we're not just to let it out. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till we're done with the episode. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, real quick is that a couple of things coming up this weekend. Because it's a bye weekend for the Huskers. So there's no game, but there's still Husker hangover. And I know everybody loves Vers when we used to have Vers Day all the day, all the time. And we haven't had a Vers Day in a long time and had Matt Vers all on our show. Uh, Matt has a podcast that he does every Sunday morning during football season. It's called Husker Hangover from 8 to 10 that he does it live on YouTube Facebook, and then he turns it into a podcast. Um, so you can join in. It's on, like I said, for a couple hours. This weekend, he's having guests. And I just want to let y'all know. So if you want to join in, he's going to have um, Matt Hoskinson's going to be on along with Aaron Taylor. And they'll have Jay Foreman. And DB is going to join. Damon Benning's going to be there as well. So they're going to have kind of a revolving door with the guys popping in, popping out, talking about Huskers. And then Monday night at Hill Varsity Club, Matt's going to be out there. Vers and Tommy Frazier 
are going to be recording their podcast in front of live audience so y'all can come out. But reserve a table. Go to Hale Varsity's website. You can reserve a table. I wouldn't wait on that one because I think that one's going to it, – it's, it's not not like it's a sellout, but it'll be a reservation out. Like I think it'll be run out of space for reservations. I think so too. Mm-hmm. So do check in on that if you want to go. Samantha just popped in said, I'm like Pat. I'm always giggling and thinking so many things I could say. I work in a tire shop and it's hard not to say juvenile things when the guys are talking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> A lot of rubber jokes. I know. Um, <laughs> Pumping it up. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. <laughs> Rim job. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. I, 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 my heart goes out to you, Samantha. A tire shop. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Lol. <laughs> Liz. <laughs> you may as well just wear a T-shirt that says that's what she said. Right. Just wear right? It to work. I'm 12, so I'm sorry. Just I'm 12. Just, I'm sorry I'm 12. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we just we never grow up. Anywho, so there's that. You're coming Anything back next else? weekend too, right, Andy? Next Friday, you're going to be yeah. here. And we're going to be talking more haunted, ghost, yep. ghostly kind oh, of stuff since yep. it is the Friday before Halloween. Yep, I'll be here. Same time, same place. We'll Sweet. we'll bring more ghostly stories uh, for that particular day, but I'm I'm excited. Excellent. Oh, my God. Denise said, my husband's a structural engineer. Erections. Um- <laughs> oh, my gosh. Every time you see a truck driving around that says, like, XYZ um, uh, erection company, it's like, are you kidding? There's nothing. <laughs> Nothing else you could come up with. They know what they're doing. They know. <laughs> Another one, Liz, I have to filter myself. Liz, I believe that. She says, I have to filter myself all day. I want to say that's what she said all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Football games are the worst, says Liz. Penetration. Yeah, penetration in the hole is always my favorite. Yeah. 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 Okay, on that note. On that note. Yep. <laughs> if we didn't already have Little Spoon, Penetration in the Hole would be the title of today's podcast. <laughs> but Little hey, Spoon man. it is. I'm, I'll let you guys know how this, I'm just, you know, I threw that out to the universe. It's too late to take it back now. By next week, I might be changing my tune if there actually is a female ghost in bed with me tonight. Okay. So. <laughs> Can't wait for the update. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, thanks. Thanks for uh, being, being with us today. We'll see you next Thank, Friday. Thanks, guys. You got it. And thanks, everybody, for watching, listening, for not corroborating my echo. Rude. In your head. Oh, good Lord. Little people in your head talking to you. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Thank you. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.